What's going on, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast in my head. I'm your host, Jonah D. And before we dive into today's topics, I have something that I must ask you. And I know, I know, you're probably thinking at this point, you know, it gets really tiring. You asking me how I'm doing. I'm doing the same way this week as I was last week when you asked me, Jonah, geez, what do you think my life is interesting or something? And to that, I would say, yeah, I would assume so. Honestly, I just figured that everybody had a more interesting life than I did, seeing as I spent most of mine as practically a prisoner in my own damn house. But hey, hey, that's not really what I wanted to ask you, okay? It's... uh. It's a little awkward to say out loud, but um, have you actually done your breathing? And it's okay. It's okay. It's, look, 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 look. I know, I know. Before you get all defensive on me and start lashing, okay, a lot of people don't actually know the proper breathing technique, okay? Because if you don't do it right, then, you know, your hormone flow is going to be just all complete garbage, okay? So, so that's okay. Because if you stick with me and let me show you how, you'll be safely punching frogs in no time, okay? So what we're going to do is we're going to inhale through our nostrils, like when your grandmom's blueberry pie is sitting in the window and you want a piece of it, you want a piece real bad, but you know, A, she'll beat you behind with that wooden spoon that they like to use so much, and two, she just took it out of the oven. It's at least 1,900 degrees under that crust, and uh, you kind of like having skin on your fingers. So what we're going to do, is, oh shit, no, I was already on the end of your nostrils, okay? Yes. And then afterwards, we're going to breathe out, okay? Like you're trying to get in the smell of the pie, but then you're also trying to cool it off so you can at least dip a couple fingers in there before she comes back from getting milk, okay? So we're going to breathe in. And we're going to breathe out. And we're going to do it again. And out. There. Much, much better. And let me tell you guys, let me tell you. With the way that my week has been, definitely needed the extra O2. Or, no, that's 2 O, and that's in water. What is oxygen? Is oxygen actually just O, or, or is it 2 O? See, if my phone was over here, I would look it up. Pretty sure, no, because if there's a two on it, see, my high school chemistry classes are slowly coming back to me. I think I think if it's O2, that it's then an oxide at that point. Yeah, whatever, whatever. I don't even know why I'm, why I'm even on that. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. After the week I've had, I really have used it. So, 
it was brought to my attention. And believe me, guys, I ask for a lot of things, but things like this, I assure you, are not one of them. Okay? It was brought to my attention that um, somebody that you may have heard of before, uh, they do the... uh, uh, hear them on hit classics such as uh, let's see, Shake It Off, uh, not to be confused with Shake It Up. All right, that was the Disney show. No, 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 Shake It Off. What else? What else does she do? Uh, what was that song? Uh, uh, oh, what was that one? Because I because I remember I remember it being like a pedo's anthem. It was like uh, when you're fifteen. And someone tells you they love you, you're gonna believe them. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead and believe the first person that, uh, well, not the first person, but believe at 15 when somebody says that they love you. That's how you end up on 16 and pregnant. Um, now, I am, of course, talking about Taylor Swift. Did you guys know? That back in all the way in 2008, I know, I know, it seems like so long ago, it was a simpler time. Jonah was just entering high school, about to experience the really the worst things that life has to offer. Ah, simpler times. Uh, well, actually, hold on. Was that simpler time? Because like eighth grade into ninth. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty simple times. Um, but Taylor Swift came out with this song back in 2008, and uh, thankfully, I have not had the urge on any level to actually listen to this song besides the, like, 30 seconds that was force-fed through my ear holes. And it is a song that she did with T-Pain. And if you just look up Taylor Swift cookie song, it'll come right up. And wow, I have heard some garbage in my life. Horrible, horrible things. And that's saying something, considering that I've had to listen to uh, the Ready Set and Hollywood Undead. So believe me when I say that I know garbage when I hear it. And this is something else. This is like some Rebecca Black, Allison Gold level shit. I know, I know. I'm making a bunch of old people references for the kids. Um, so Rebecca Black did this song called Friday. And imagine... Okay, okay, all right, all right. Even the kids know who Iggy Azalea is, all right? Everybody knows that train wreck that was fancy and uh, whatever that song was where she was rapping about wonton soup and chicken fried rice. At least that's what it sounded like to me. Um, Think of Iggy Azalea, but without the added bonus of at least being kind of hot, okay? To be fair, Iggy Azalea is Australian, And when most of your population gets taken out by crocodiles, kangaroos, and every venomous creature uh, known to man, there's probably not a whole lot of uh, the gene pool there to give y'all some good diversity like you need. 
as I am slightly remembering that I have listeners in Australia. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'm sure that y'all are one of the cool ones. Okay, you're 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 more than welcome to. Uh, man, I don't even. Besides, like down under and on the Barbie, I don't really know any like. Is it racist? I don't know. Is Australian a race? I don't think it is. I don't know what it is. Ethnicism? I don't know. I don't know. Is this some form of? You know what? Whatever. I'm going to move on. <laughs> Moving on. Um. Yeah. Like, I, I remember I had a friend growing up who absolutely loathed that song, and he had the absolute brilliant idea of he set that as his uh, as what played when his alarm would go off, and then he would put his phone on the other side of his room. And as soon as it came on, he hopped right out of bed, took it, Tossed it, had it in a nice soft case back, you know, back then when phones actually could get good quality cases before everyone got rid of those in favor of the cuter, significantly shittier quality cases. I'm looking at you. Mm hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, that was that. And then. You know, I feel like Rebecca Black had another song that she did that was maybe popular too. I don't know. But then, who was the other one I said? Um, Allison Gold. Allison Gold was that one who did um, I Like Chinese Food. And I'm so sure that she did another one of those also. One of them, one of them had two songs that were really fucking annoying. Um, and that one was, ooh, was that one actually racist? How did that one go? I like fried rice. I like noodles. I like chow mein. Is that all Chinese? Yeah, okay, all right. That's all chow mein. That might be. But then she was going off and riding like a, a whole bunch of other Chinese foods off too. But look, the point is, okay, the point is, y'all can go find this shit if you really uh, want to. Just know that it is the epitome of fucking terrible. And this Taylor Swift cookie song is right there with it. Is there any way that you can give me my uh, charger? Is it over here still? My uh, laptop charger. No? It's not over here? Okay. Um, just completely horrible. And, you know, I was actually kind of optimistic for it because T-Pain was in it. And I thought, well, shoot, this is, what, 2008? Let me see. 2006? Maybe five. 11, yeah, like 2005, he had, you know, Buy You a Drink, I'm in Love with a Stripper, you know, all those good songs. So figuring, well, shit, 2008, you would imagine that T-Pain would be better than that. Sure, all of his songs sound the same, but he has like four really good ones that have maybe a one-note uh, change in between them. But I really expected more coming from him. And especially considering that, again, he was coming off of all those hits, you would think that he wouldn't need it. But uh, apparently, apparently he did. It, it, it was just, ugh. Whew. You know, I actually wonder what happened to Rebecca Black and Allison Gold. Probably nothing good. Because, you know, the, those people that have the, the one-hit wonders really never end up doing well. I mean, look at, let me see. I was going to say MC Hammer. He's like the classic example. Trying to think of like a more modern example. Uh, hey, y- y- uh, you guys remember Magic? Who? Who's that? Um, those guys who did uh, that that "Why You Gotta Be So Rude" song. 
Name one other song that you've ever heard by them. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me, tell me when you ever even heard of Magic before Rude came out. Nobody? Nobody? I didn't think so. What about, um, shit. It's really tr- hard trying to find one. What about, uh, um, damn, I almost said somebody else. I almost said Sean Kingston. Sean Kingston did uh, Beautiful Girls. And then, man, I'm really blanking on it today. He did a- another song that I really liked. Hmm. Whatever. It'll probably come to me randomly at like three o'clock in the morning. Um. Good God. <laughs> Apparently, Rebecca Black's making more music. Jeez. How come? It, how come nobody's knocked her up yet or something? Something to take her off of the damn market, the music market. Ugh. Um. Great, even more news to make my week depressing is that I might be turning on the radio one day and accidentally hear something by Rebecca Black. You know, you know, actually, to be fair, if she came out with something that was actually good, I would give it fair criticism and I would listen to it with an open mind. I probably wouldn't even recognize it as her, just as long as she doesn't do that same high-pitched thing that she was doing, then, ugh, horrible. At least I'd be willing to listen to it as long as that creepy big black dude that I'm now remembering uh, was like producing both of them that are no, not going to go there. Um, That was producing him. I'm pretty sure that he was in the Friday music video, but I know for a fact that he was in that Chinese food one because I remember she had this big fucking uh, uh, panda this, you know, big panda suit person in the damn video, and it takes its head off, and it's that dude that looks like, what's that sportscaster? What's that black sportscaster that has that, like, big gap in his front teeth? Sorry, I don't I don't fucking watch sports. Michael something, I want to say his name is. Um, yeah, look like him. And now I'm going to eat Panda Express. It's just, oh, oh, it's horrible. Absolutely atrocious. So, you know, Rebecca Black, I would actually give another chance to. Allison Gold, no way. No way. Um, ugh. Ugh. That being said, though, going back to Taylor Swift, the person that I was actually talking about, I will say, though, I have to respect that she's, uh, that she's, has branched out so much because I had, I, again, I really had no idea about this song, thankfully. I went 13 happy years without knowing about this song, and unfortunately now I do. But um, still really cool that that she's branching out. I mean, granted, she was, well, I mean, that was in 08. I don't really know when she debuted. Couldn't have been that much sooner before 08 because I don't, I remember the radio before Taylor Swift. So couldn't have been that much longer. Maybe that was one of her debut songs, that it was one of those, hey, look at me. It's trying to be like a female Eminem. She's just horrible. She's like rapping. Something something about being so thug she makes cookies at night. Like I don't even understand what that means. I I, I really don't. But uh, still, you know, good on her. Speaking of good music, though, I am super fucking excited. I haven't been to a concert in so long. The last concert that I went to, I think I told you guys about this. The last concert that I went to was in like D.C. And it was to go see Sean Paul. Now, it would have been cool if it was like, hmm, 
well, shit, back in like 2008, back when Sean Paul was was still running off of, you know, temperature, uh, give it up to me. I mean, Sean Paul, oh, all oh, the shit. Damn, I, I got to add temperature to my uh, to my playlist right now. Hold on, remember me, write that down before I forget. Um, but this was right when, right, right after he did Rockabye Baby and like nobody really knew who he was anymore at least except for you know the old people like me and uh yeah that was a an interesting experience if i haven't talked about it i'll talk about it now i uh i went there with my friend and i remember there were these 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 three girls there and there was one in particular that i found to be especially beautiful so i thought okay i'm a real shy you know introverted guy this is my chance. This is someone that I don't know and someone I'll probably never see again. So let me take a shot, you know, because you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So I tried to make my way over there and I realized that there's this fur barrier. It's these three like uh, uh, button down shirted, hairy chested, I'm assuming Middle Eastern gentlemen that kind of have this like three-man circle lock on these three girls. So I'm like, damn, I'm not going to be able to get anywhere near there. And one of the dudes, I guess he didn't have his shirt unbuttoned enough. He looked like he really couldn't breathe. He was kind of slowing down some, and he left just enough of a bit of a gap for me to ice man my way right into there. So I see the girl dance, and I kind of just like, you know, make my way over there. And I just say, hey, you're really pretty. And she turns and she looks at me, gives me one up and down, and says, mm, no. And I just, alrighty then. And I just kind of shimmy my way back out of that circle and go back to my friend. And he's like, so, how did that go? And I'm like, mm, no. He just <laughs> happens to me all the time as he has women on all sides of him. Whatever. So, that being said, my last concert experience was not that great, but one of my favorite bands, who ironically is Australian, that I just <laughs> I just shit on them, uh, Chase Atlantic, is going to be playing at Silver Spring, and I got me and that same friend uh, tickets to go and see them. That's fucking exciting. I haven't been to a concert in forever. I was supposed to go see uh, Weezer, Fall Out Boy, and Green Day uh, in uh, Hershey Park, and then that was right when Cove hit. Uh, I'm still upset about that one. They owe me. The world owes me. I missed out on two good bands and one used-to-be-decent band that's pretty much Smash Mouth mixed with, like, Rise Against. Oh, no, not Rise Against. They're, like... They're definitely Smash Mouthy, mixed with like I don't know. I don't really listen to anybody else like them besides the two of them. But they're like Smash Mouth. How about we just leave it there, okay? And uh, so that's super exciting. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Honestly, for me to be content with my life because they just came out with a new album and most of it is crap. So uh, hopefully they don't just stick to their new album. If I get to listen to, if they play Swim, if they play Heaven and Back, if they play Right Here, even though I highly doubt that they will, if they play um, No Friends, um, 
think I already said him in the back. Yeah, I did. Uh, and I'm blanking. I'm totally blanking. I want to see them, and I at some point have to go see the Amity Affliction, uh, j- just because I feel like that's going to be interesting, especially considering that I feel like I'll be the only black person in that entire place, because you know, usually we don't we don't listen to songs where all they talk about is man, I'm living, and I really wish I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I want to fucking go. I was excited to go see Fall Out Boy. Oh, I'm still mad about it. Nope, I'm still mad about it. As angry as I am about... See, Fall Out Boy and Green Day are, are like two of my favorite bands. Like Them and Rise Against are who got me into the genre to begin with. So the only way that it could have been more upsetting is if it was Green Day, Rise Against... Uh, I'm sorry, Green Day, Fall Out Boy, and Rise Against. If it was them, I... They would have still had to uh, continue the show. I would have had every uh, uh, buzz cut. Is that what it's called? No, I would have had every uh, uh, Britney Spears haircut looking Karen writing complaint letters saying, get this shit going. Done that before, you know. I had this uh, drink that I particularly enjoyed when I was younger. I used to drink them all the time. And they had this delicious like dragon fruit flavor. And they stopped making it for whatever reason that they decided to discontinue it. And I told my mother, who is uh, the only black Karen. I actually know. I've actually met a couple black Karens, but who is a black Karen herself? Damn, what's what's a good name for a, for a black Karen? Uh, see, like it has to be slightly racist, but not overtly racist. Huh? Raquel? I've had a lot of Raquel. You know what? I like Raquel. Yeah, Raquel. Raquel is the is the black Karen uh, who is a Raquel. I just told her about it casually, not even me complaining, not saying I wanted her to do nothing. She goes, oh, is that so? That's too bad. So she comes back to me like a couple of days later. And she goes, yeah, I wrote them a long email about how disappointed you were that they stopped selling that flavor and that it was your favorite. So they asked us for our address and they're going to send you some. Like, a week later, a truck pulls up in front of my house and drops off an entire case of these fucking drinks, and I drink every one of them. There had to be at least a, at least 60 to 70 of them on there. I drank every last one, and now I'm glad that they discontinued it because even if they brought it back, I don't think I'd be able to, uh, to be able to touch it. Like that and like Reese Cups. It's just, ugh, so many damn Reese Cups. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're not here to talk about drinks and Reese's Cups. Um, uh, so that's super exciting. Hopefully they get to hear that. Um, don't expect any sort of pictures or video from that because I don't know what I'm going to be doing, but I'm sure that I'm going to be waving my arms around like a buffoon. So trying to take any pictures or get any video is going to be very difficult. Unless it, unless it ends up being like a Weird Al Yankovic concert where literally everyone is sitting because nobody under the age of like 97 actually listens to Weird Al anymore. Yeah, I said it. I said what I said. That being said, I still think he's cool. I just would never put a Weird Al song. No, I would put Trap in the Drive Through on my iPod. That's probably it. No, what's that one? Um, Amish Paradise. I mean, I mean, come on. That one's a classic, right? But whatever. 
Huh, man, I spent a lot more time talking about that than I thought I would. That works out. So I know you guys are super, super fascinated to hear how I'm doing in Sekiro because, you know, my life is just so fascinating. I'll have you all know that I actually haven't made a whole lot of headway. I don't know if I told you guys about... Like, I told y'all that I finished Ghost and that I was going to be getting Sekiro, but I'm not sure if I've talked about it since getting it. I'm going to say that I didn't talk about it. Um, I actually like it so far, sort of. Mm-hmm. How do I feel about it so far? See, I think what I was looking for was... What was that game I played? I'm blanking on it. I don't know. So the first game that I played that was like Souls was Neo, and it totally whipped my ass because I wasn't used to it. I wasn't used to it at all, like I told you guys. And then I put that down, and I tried Witcher. And then I was okay at Witcher, tried to go back to Neo. It beat my ass again. And then I realized, oh, wait, Witcher is actually easier than Neo because they give you the choice to change difficulties. And because I care about story rather than fighting, I'm going to put it on easy every time just so I can see the story. Well, Neo doesn't have that. Neither does like Dark Souls and neither does Sekiro. So Neo was, I'm sorry, not Neo, uh, Witcher was kind of a good intro into that style of games, but it's still not going to prep you. I also play like two and a half minutes of Bloodborne, but that doesn't really count. So let me see. Uh, I tried Witcher the second time with my ass again. Uh, not sure what I did after that, but then I started. But then at some point, I started playing Ghost. As you guys know, I finished Ghost, and then I picked up Sekiro. I put that in. So let me tell you guys about it a, a little bit. All right. First of all, the premise of this game is about as nonsensical as you can imagine it being. I'm pretty much like uh, a guardian of some kid. Uh, I gotta go to. Where, I gotta escape from where I'm getting held to go talk to the kid. Then after that, I gotta help the kid escape. But as we escape, uh, we get confronted by a dude. For some reason, those like Dark Souls type games really, really love to give you boss fights at the beginning that you're not supposed to win. I'm really not sure what the deal is with that, but it's extremely nerve wracking and irritating. So boss fight that you can't win, you get your ass beat. You, you know, you get black, you're, you're blackout or whatever, you wake up and the kid's gone and now you're trying to go save this kid. That's really the whole premise of this game, okay? So what I like about it is how the game looks. It's beautiful, uh, just like Ghost was, just like Witcher is, really. I absolutely love that. Um, I was really hoping to be able to switch weapons. Now, granted, I haven't even finished, like, the first actual mission yet. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But I was hoping that I would be able to switch weapons because that's just always been interesting to me to see, like, different styles and such. Um, I was also hoping for... I don't know. I knew that there was demons in it and, like, creatures like that. So I was hoping to get some sort of magic. Again, maybe you get it later on or whatever. All you get is this prosthetic arm because yours gets sliced off. And um, you can get, like, attachments onto it. It's almost like the Assassin's Creed Hidden Blade. 
this one like uh the the cover picture shows it with like flames coming out of it so i'm assuming you can get a flamethrower attachment at some point as of right now all i have is shurikens and they're just complete fucking garbage um i i like the fighting style of it for the most part the only thing that's kind of tricky is the parrying system see the thing is that the parrying system is good so for those of you who um don't play video games or do and you know only play like tetris and animal crossing um a parry is a sword move when someone swings their sword at you and you literally swing yours in a way to deflect it it's usually not about just keeping it from hitting yourself but actually about the like reversal of their weight is it raining outside is it raining we look for what um to like throw their energy back at them and you can use the radio okay heard a car go down the street it sounded like it was wet pavement um and you can use that pairing to knock them off and deliver final blows and then as you're you know running through this world as you're fighting the random you know people or whatever that you fight you can also randomly fight these generals because you're pretty much at like a, a cast like in castles the whole time so you can like randomly fight generals that'll just come out of nowhere. There's no cutscene or, or nothing, but you have to do a certain number of final blows to actually kill them. You can't just kill them with damage. Make sense so far? So the parrying is one of the best ways to knock people off their you know balance and do those final blows. But they only give you like a half a second to do it. So like Ghosts of Tsushima was cool because they had the little indicators of a, hey, they're getting ready to throw something. You might want to do something about it. But in this game, not so much. Then again, Ghost wasn't, it's not a Souls, you know, it's not a Souls game so they can afford to be nice. This one doesn't really, especially when you get to the harder enemies, okay? So, but even that's how I complain. My only legitimate complaint about this game so far is, um, you know, pretty much the typical shit that happens when you die repeatedly in any sort of Soulsborne game, which is um, they make it worse for you because you're sucking. Someone explain that to me. Um, so what they do is there is, and again, my explaining is not going to be the best because I've played maybe like an hour of this game, maybe two hours. Um Essentially, if you keep dying, so there's this thing that you have in the game, it's like a luck factor, it's like a blessing luck factor, and essentially when you get quote-unquote killed, you have, uh, remember like in, in Call of Duty where you had that second chance pro where you'd be down, you could still like, you know, shoot with the one gun or whatever, and maybe if somebody picked you up or whatever, you could get up. It's kind of like that, except they don't keep attacking you, so you won't actually die from it, but you can revive yourself with half your health bar. And it's like another chance to get back at them. The more you die, the less of a chance you have of that happening. And then essentially because of the lack of that good fortune or that, you know, good juju that lets you do that. It somehow affects the people around you. So now what's happening is like the old guy who gave me my prosthetic arm. He just like has this cough, this random cough that came out of nowhere. And it's like, yeah, he's dying because of the negative energy that's built up from you keep dying. So uh, if you keep dying, he's going to die. And I'm like, all right, that kind of fucking sucks, but I'll try my best. And then somebody else gets killed. Or, or I'm sorry, 
And I get killed again and again and again. And then now it's like some random old lady that I talked to who's like, where's my son? Are you my son? Yeah, now she's sick and dying. And then I think I actually came across the son. And now he's sick and dying. Everyone's sick and dying because I'm eating shit. And the thing is that, like, when if you fall, they don't just, oh, you're just dead and we'll just put you back. No, 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 no. They'll put you back with a chunk of your health missing. And if you fall with low enough health, even if you're falling into you know the edge of oblivion, it still counts as you dying. It's so stupid, and I hate it because that's what, what actually most of my deaths are from. It's from dying from trying to swing on this shit because it's a horrible swinging mechanic. <coughs> Whatever. But I'm actually, <coughs> oh my god, super excited to like see what else is in the game. But between Assassin's Creed and oh Neo that I am now playing for the third time. I'm a little uh, held up, but I've actually gotten further in Neo this time than I ever, than I did combining the first two times together. So that is something. Um. So I guess I'll probably just switch to talking a bit about Neo, unless I actually get to play Sekiro. I'm not going to talk about Assassin's Creed just because, quite honestly, they're not interesting to talk about in my opinion. Really, the fun in Assassin's Creed is. Uh, really just seeing what's there, like where they base it off of. Like I'm playing Origins, which takes place in ancient Egypt. I love ancient Egypt stuff, you know. Uh, but I've gone into this already, guys, so I'm not going to run through all that shit again. But, yeah, I'll probably talk about uh, Neo as I play it some. So, but not right now. Moving on. So, uh, my job has certainly got... Uh, a little bit more interesting. So there was try to think of how to start this one. So a few months ago, I'm at Walmart with my lovely lady, and uh, this girl just kind of comes up to me. And now I knew who this girl was right when she walked up to me. However, as a man who was out in public with his lady, having another woman just suddenly appear in front of me is a uh, very dangerous situation for us guys to be in. And, and, and any guy who was in a relationship and has had something like, like that happen knows exactly what I'm talking about, where it's going to go one of two ways. E or really one of three. Give her some credit. Either... She comes over, talks, oh, hey, hi, and then, you know, she, oh, hey, this is this girl from work, and hey, girl from work, this is uh, my girlfriend. She's going to be like that. It's either going to be she comes up and says, so who are you? Or, and this is what's most likely to happen to me, I'm standing, I stand here and I talk to this girl from work as I feel the heat waves come, um, emanating off of my girlfriend. And uh, quite frankly, I would definitely love to avoid the second and third one. But even the first one will pretty much always turn into the second or third one. So you're really better off just avoiding it all in general. How may I, how you might ask? By just, by doing what I did, which is she came up and talked to me. And I stood there and stared at her with a dumb blank uh, expression on my face. Like I had no idea who she was. She even said, we talk at work, and I say, do we? I don't know anything about you. 
<laughs> just, no, let's be real. Playing dumb is my uh, defense whenever I, uh, you know, get caught in something red-handed or am just put in one of those what I would call stressful situations. Yeah, just uh, blank stare, people. It is the only smart move to make. And and I'll give you guys a, a, another pro tip for the other side, okay? If you're out in public with your lady and you happen to uh, see another lady or a guy, if that's what your thing is, you see one of them and you just you just can't help but look because they're just they just got it going. All right. You just there's two ways you can do this. All right. Really, this is really for the guys though. Two ways you can do this, okay? So what you can do is you can look in the direction of where that person is walking, and then they walk into your line of sight, and then boom, you're not looking at them. You're looking over there. They just happen to walk in front of you. Okay. I'm saying all this in front of my girlfriend, too. <laughs> yeah, she's making faces of, uh-huh, is that what you were doing? No wonder, I, I thought face. it was I thought it was weird that you were just staring at a wall for, th- you know, 13 seconds. Um, there's that, and the other one, which is you can just full-on stare at the other, at the other woman, and then when, when your lady goes, you know, what the hell, Hank? You look at her and you go, you know, I'm really glad that you don't dress like that. Disrespectful. Also, the two-second look, then look away and the two-second look back. No, because apparently that doesn't work like that. Apparently, it's it's total. Like, if you, you can look for one set of two seconds, you can look for two sets of one second, or you can look at four sets of a half second, just to, and that's it. Yeah, apparently that's the only way you can do it. But they would but apparently women would actually if they had to pick one, they would rather you just do the full two seconds and then never look again because uh it's more of the uh quantity, not the quality. So even though it's a half second each for a total of two seconds, uh they look at it as you looked four times or you looked two times. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't try to understand it, I just kind I sort of roll with it. But that same girl that very, very same girl, who was actually really cool, that's the thing, he's actually really, really cool, uh, got fired. Fired for what you say? This not smart individual decided that she was going to bring a gravity bong into work. And not only was she going to bring it into work, but she was, now, to give some, some backstory to this, she... Um, has pretty much smoked with everybody at my job who does smoke. Uh, and she's always trying to get more people. I never did. Truly, I never did. But uh, I've heard from a lot of people. So she's also uh, fairly flirtatious. And I think that it's just kind of like myself of when I'm talking and I'm being nice, it's kind of one and the same to me. Not that I think, oh, let me, you know, not that I don't know the difference between being nice and flirty, but when I'm in the, you know, when I'm in the conversation, it kind of just comes up and my brain doesn't really discern between the two. So she did also tell me that she was um, hella ADHD like myself. So maybe, maybe not, who knows? But, uh, yeah, it's funny. When they pulled her in and she was getting fired, you know, she 
threw everyone under the bus that she could throw under the bus. She like like you know how you how you you have that one friend who like has the clap. And instead of actually going to the doctor and getting his shit taken care of, it's like, nah, nah, I'm good. And he just keeps banging away. Or even worse, those people who were like, well, shit, if I'm going to die, might as well uh, enjoy it, you know, to the fullest and kill some other people too. You know, just horrible, horrible people like that. Actually, there was an episode of Law and Order like that, of somebody that had like AIDS and he knew that he had AIDS. And then he was intentionally going to have an unprotected sex just to go spread it just because he was like, screw it. If I'm going to die, I might as well kill some other people too. Real twisted shit. Uh, clearly not that uh, not that far gone because this girl was perfectly fine doing that with people. Yeah, anyone that she had smoked with, yeah, she was telling them, well, uh, they smoke and they smoke and they were smoking too. So, or like, you guys remember that episode of Foss's Home for Imaginary Friends when, uh, who was that? Who was that little badass one? That little badass friend. Uh, ah, crap. I'm blanking on it. Okay, it it was the episode where that dude stole, like, a cookie out of the cookie jar, and then Blue pretty much completely destroyed their house. Like, he, like, he flooded it. He had ink all over the place, loosened all the, you know, faucet drains and everything just to get this picture of him stealing a cookie. Yeah, that's kind of what she was doing. Like, anybody who, um... Flew it back with her. Yeah, she said uh, made her feel uncomfortable. It made her feel like <clears throat> she was in a hostile work. Uh, what do they say? Hostile work environment. So thankfully, I did not fall into either of those categories, which is surprising considering that it's me. Because smoking and flirting is two things that I'm I, I'm pretty much always game for. So yeah, yeah. She just she just took everybody, everybody down with her. You know. There's, there's really nothing worse than those pieces of garbage who can't just, like, admit when they got got, you know, can't even go down with some pride. Like, at least the Terminator went down with his thumb up. You know, even that even that metal thing that he, that metal gobbledygook thing that he was fighting, you know, even as, as it was, you know, it, it at least fell and just, you know, let itself in there. It wasn't trying to take other people down with it. You know, that actually sounds like those damn people in Call of Duty who use Last Chance, which, by the way, if you use Second Chance Pro in Call of Duty, you're a bitch and your mother should have swallowed you. Uh, You know, that shit's acceptable when you're in, like, middle school, but once you hit high school, you know, upgrade to... What do people load out these days? See, back in my day when I played, it was... Let me see. Um, cold-blooded, so that way the UAVs couldn't see you, and uh, that was fucking handy. Um, hardline to reduce how many kills you needed for your kill streak by one, and then like my friend would get my friend would get like scavenger because he was always he would empty entire clips into people for no reason. But um, I liked overkill where you could have two primary weapons. That was pretty neat, you know. Get the like semi-auto and then the shotgun. Pretty neat shit. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's gone. She gone, gone. My only thing is I kind of wish I could have seen what that gravity one was. It was like a plastic one that she made out of bottles. So I feel like that would have been pretty cool. But, oh, well, I guess maybe I can have her make me one now. And the crazy thing is that that isn't even what should have gotten her fired. Like, what should have gotten her fired was the fact that, um, so at my job, we use cherry pickers sometimes. And 
one of the very important rules is you cannot be listening to music of any kind while you're on the cherry picker because you're going through like aisles where other people are also going to be on machines and will be going, you know, through those aisles as well. And, you know, we use horns just like, you know, like cars have horns on them. We use them significantly more uh, because a lot of the corners are blind spots. And this girl absolutely loved to get on that cherry picker and put her fucking AirPods in and go riding around, you know, doing her work, but uh, almost mowing over people. She almost killed me like twice. I think that's why they pay me so much to do what I do, uh, just in case some other dumbass tries to kill me. But that's okay, because now I don't have to worry about that. It's going to be some new jackass who's trying to kill me. Uh, Anyway... I think that's just going to about do it for this episode. Wow, I actually had more things that I wanted to talk about, and yet I rambled on for so long that I missed an entire third of the podcast, and that is all right. Stay tuned. You may, if you're nice, and you leave cookies and milk out, okay, 2%, 2% milk, not that whole milk bullshit, all right? I only want... 2% of the milk, okay? And maybe, just maybe, you'll get a mini bomb. Until then, please do your best to not choke anybody, especially not your stupid coworkers, all right? You guys have a good one. I will see y'all next week.